If you want to increase your chances of finding happiness and living a fulfilled life, here's my advice to you. Do not obey your parents. Do not listen to your teachers or your elders. Ignore popular wisdom and make your peace with disappointing society in general. Wait. Hold on. Don't instinctively switch off already, okay? Cuz guess what? That is a programmed instinct too. Stick with me for the next few minutes, listen to what I have to say, and if you then want to reject my point, please go ahead and do so. But till that time, please do both me and yourself a favor and reserve your judgment. All right? I'm Raghuram and you're listening to Men Cyclopedia, the podcast about real men. Not in the macho sense, but men being real about their male experience. Look, I know what you're probably thinking. This podcast title is at best a sad clickbait and at worst a genuine attempt to tear the very fabric of our society. I know. For many years I've been suspected of wanting to and even actively trying to quote unquote destroy the young generation. And I understand why. And that is a part of the point I'm trying to make today. Every time someone expresses a thought or an idea contrary to accepted and popular wisdom, he or she is accused of trying to quote unquote spoil young impressionable minds. And why are only young minds considered impressionable? That also is an argument in support of my position in this debate by the way. I'll come to it soon enough, but before I get to what I'm saying, let me tell you a bit about why I'm saying it. My parents, like your parents and like everyone's parents, wanted me to be happy. Now, if I had obeyed my parents in everything they expected of me, today I would be living a safe, conventional life as probably an engineer somewhere, living in a cozy, comfortable house with a wife from my own community, two teenage kids studying science and arts, a small but safe bank balance, and contemplating the retired life once my kids were married and settled down. That is it. That is a life of every generation before me. A life dictated by the keywords safety and duty. And I would have lived this safe, dutiful life too. But it would not have been a happy life. I know cuz I'm not built like that. Am I happy now? I would say definitely. My professional life may have been rocky. I may have faced job insecurity and relationship failures, but I am doing what I love doing. I have built a life again and again according to how I want to live it. My life is not as safe as my parents would have liked it to be, but that is the crux of the matter. Safety is safety. It is not happiness. My parents, given a choice between safety and happiness, would always choose safe for me because they do not want me to risk suffering. That is coming from a place of love. I understand that. But a life spent trying to avoid suffering is not the same as one spent pursuing happiness. I grew up in a time in India when entertainment in general wasn't seen as a viable profession. There were so few opportunities and TV was still a new upcoming industry. There were no courses taught in colleges yet, leading to parents feeling that this was not a real profession. But the very fact that there were no courses in colleges at that time opened up an opportunity for many like me. Having tried our hands at traditional education like our parents had wanted for us and failing, Rajiv and I had dropped out of college and were wondering what our options were without any qualification. Fortunately for us, at that time, television production houses were taking on trainees to teach on the job as there were no trained graduates available to fill the newly booming demand for professionals. Long story short, Rajiv and I have had a long and eventful career in an industry that would not have been in my community's top 20 professions. 
it has its ups and downs of course but there is no doubt in our mind that we are happy here happier for sure than we would have been in pursuing a career that older generations would have deemed desirable and safe as a bonus our teachers from school suddenly discovered a fondness for us that was conspicuous by its absence when we were students in short your parents may love you and want what's best for you but according to them what's best for you might just be a safe uneventful life and you should watch out for letting their fear of your failure or your desire for their approval jeopardize your chances at a career that makes you feel happy and fulfilled trust me given a choice your parents and teachers would much rather you be successful than safe and so would you so you guys are actually aligned in your career objectives here so while it may appear that you are disobeying your parents and elders in the long run they will be extremely proud of you for achieving your success your own way pretty simple really but when it comes to a life partner things get a little complicated over here i believe most parents actually don't really want their child's happiness i know this is a controversial statement and you're likely to be outraged by it and rejected so let me rephrase it elders definitely hope for the bride and groom's happiness but prioritize social mores and customs above it in our society Weddings are linked so strongly to things like family honor, stature and respectability that the bride's or groom's choice, opinion or happiness ends up featuring very low on the list of priorities. Think about it. In a country where most marriages are arranged between two families, where considerations like religion, caste, status, astrology etc can be the difference between a desirable and an undesirable alliance, where families often kill their own kids for the crime of marrying the quote-unquote wrong person, How important is your happiness as a criteria for fixing the match? Spoiler alert, not very. But a marriage is much more than just a wedding. It is hopefully a lifetime of being with someone and will completely influence the quality of life you experience after that. Over here, due to the complex nature of this issue, I am only giving you my opinion, not my advice. Over here, due to the complex nature of this issue, I am only giving you my opinion, not my advice. You'll have to figure this one out. for yourself if you value your happiness i feel you should at least get a little more say in your choice of life partner and if you're not comfortable with that choice being made for you for whatever reason well it might be in the best interest of your happiness to go your own way rather than blindly obeying your parents another idea where not obeying your parents might be beneficial for your happiness is your health there are many exceptions here obviously but generally our previous generations seem to have a deep distrust of western medicine and favor home remedies for everything from colds to toothache to covid of course all home remedies are based on some knowledge and have gone through some trial and error but medicine has come a long way since the times of our ancestors when we first began treating illnesses with stuff we found in the kitchen as of now the only system of medicine that adheres to the scientific method of proving its efficacy is allopathy which means that allopathy is the only system that is proved to be reliable because it follows the process of observation hypothesis experiment proof independent confirmation other systems of medicine like homeopathy ayurveda etc may or may not work we don't know because there is no evidence that they work but you will notice that even mentioning this fact would likely offend your elders who seem to view our traditional medicines and home remedies as our culture and western medicine as the outsider to them it feels almost like a colonial arrogance of the west 
coming in and saying that our systems are not good enough and that they are better. And that results in a stiff resistance to, if not outright rejection of, modern medicine. And I can understand that. The problem is, these attitudes can measurably harm your health. And though these attitudes may not be limited to our parents and other elders, we tend to see it a lot more in them and they are also more likely to be offended if their advice is ignored. So in a country where previous generations have an innate distress of modern medicine, where culturally questioning elders is seen as being disrespectful, your blind obedience to your parents could be bad for your health. And as we can all agree, health is fundamental to happiness. In the beginning of this podcast, I asked you why only young minds are considered impressionable. Remember? Do you have any theories on that? I feel it is because young people tend to take what they're told by parents and other authority figures at face value. What they hear from them becomes their beliefs. That is why I feel authority must be questioned and ideas must be tested. Again, I'm not advocating for disrespecting our elders. There is a lot of wisdom to be gained from experience. But remember, stupid people grow old too. Let me be very clear. When I say do not obey your parents, I'm not asking you to disobey them. The opposite of obedience is not disobedience. It is independent thinking. I'll end this podcast with the hope that you have heard me in the right spirit, are inspired to question ideas and beliefs you have never questioned before, and can strike the balance between respecting our parents and thinking for yourself. Now I know you have a lot of opinions on this topic and I'd love to hear them all. Email me on mencyclopedia at ragurajiv.com. See you next time, boys and men, on the Mencyclopedia podcast with Raghu and Rajiv.